you have a beer or something? Mate, I've got a fucking pint of, pint of mm. gin, mate. <laughs> I'm ready to fucking go. <laughs> I like how you've chosen a drink with ice in it, so it's nice and quiet when you... <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Magic the Flavoring, the Magic the Gathering podcast, where we talk about all things magic, flavor design, and lore. I'm your host, Andy Mann. Hello, this is Nathan Cancel. And today, we're going to be talking about the brand spanking new set, fresh off the printers, Dominaria United. What's that? Sorry? Oh, uh, oh sorry, Nathan, I, I got that wrong. Uh, fresh off the printers, Unfinited... Sorry, what was that? Oh, sorry, Nathan, someone keeps handing me... War- Warhammer 40k? Are you sure? Okay, sorry. Um, sorry. Fresh off the printers, Warhammer Forty. Oh, just open Twitter, and that's Brothers War spoilers. Okay. Um, should we just sack this off? Should we not talk about later sets? No. Yeah. No, I'm. 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 I'm yeah. I'm good to. I'm good to. Yeah. Do should we do something else? Yeah. Should I'm glad just... how you like you stayed silent and did just watch me do that whole bit in front of you. <laughs> And people who listen to this podcast won't even watch me do the like looking off side. Yeah, the looking off. That was good. I mean, you could hear. I could hear it. I could. I, you know, like, they'll understand. They'll understand. And this isn't even getting into the bullshit. that is the Transformers, which I'm sure we'll get to eventually. You know, oh yeah, I didn't even think of Transformers. Time, um, with yeah, if you're the products, if you're listening to this podcast, you might have heard on our last episode. I was saying, oh yeah, we'll do like a story spotlight, and then we'll do this, and we'll do that. And oh, Nathan was already ready to go. I'm not putting this on you, Nathan, uh, but for That's the benefit okay. of the listeners, um, I can't bear the thought of talking about new Magic the Gathering product, even ones I'm interested in. I'm not interested in Warhammer Infinity. That's not to say I think they're bad products at all. I mean, obviously, we had a bit of a tear about Infinity last time we spoke about it, but in broadly speaking, people who like them like them. Cool. Go for you. Uh, Brothers War obviously looks sick. I actually don't mind the Transformers cards. I know you, you're quite a big fan of them, right? I'm actually, yeah, mechanically, I think they're awesome. But, you know, there's just so much. It's it's Too raining much. products. Yeah. Um, so we thought we'd do something a little bit more us. Yeah. Like a little bit more flavorful, you know, something that's complete bullshit, basically. <laughs> yeah. This is your suggestion. What are we What are we doing tonight? Uh, I decided that we should create uh, some fantasy, uh, fantasy football league uh, teams out of MTG characters. High fantasy football league is what I called it um, in, in my notes. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, we're just going to discuss about what 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 characters um, or creatures or even maybe spells, maybe who knows, um, would be good at football. Yeah, by by good. football we mean we soccer. mean soccer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we thought, fuck it. Well, let's let's do something very almost similar to the um, multiversal menu kind of thing of like let's take this lovely expansive multiverse and then force it into the boring human in um, well um, Earth world mm. mechanics, you know. Um, and let's see how horribly we can force them into the boxes, um, and how how funny we can be with our choices. Yeah, for sure. Do you know what the most, do you know what the best thing about this whole exercise is? Doing a fantasy football league. No, go ahead. Uh, I fucking hate football. Sure, I mean, <laughs> I, sure, but that doesn't stop you from being able to, you know, um, engage in a oh, in, yeah. in, in, with. In a hu- with a humorous reflection on yeah, it. Yeah. Right? Oh no, I mean, no, I'm, like, I'm still okay. English. I'm, I'm still English. I have a. Yeah. We, we come out the womb with like a, a an innate understanding of football, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. whether you like it or not, you kind of know it pretty well. Um, yeah. I also, I, I've been, I've seen a football. 
I've been I've been to the football many times. I had an ex girlfriend. Been to the football? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got an old girlfriend of mine when we were in university. She was a big West Ham fan, and I was a Fulham fan. So we used to do the the London derbies whenever they played. So it was like twice. So I dated her for two years, and so it was we did we went four times in total because we did either end in the season. Uh, and you know, it was it was a footbally old time. We did yeah, the thing. I mean, I, I... I, I really enjoy, I mean, I've only been, I'd say, half a dozen times, like, compared to, like, other sports. I've gone to see cricket many times. I've even been to see, like, the darts a few times. Um, the only thing I haven't actually been to see, which I really would like to, is rugby, even slash American football. Mm. I'd like to see an American football when it comes over to Twickenham, because that's where we went to university. We went to university in West London, and they did do um, American football games there every now yeah. and again. I never got a chance to go and see one, and I would really enjoy to. Same with uh, baseball. I wouldn't mind going to see a baseball match, but out of all of them, Football does have this kind of strange energy where you kind of feel yourself getting kind of like, it's like when you go to church, you know, and everyone starts singing hymns. And before you know it, you're like, am I filled with the love of God? Except for it's with the love of hooliganism, you know? Yeah. It's, it's got that same kind of vibe before you get caught up in the throes of it. And it's quite a lot of fun, you know? I must yeah, admit, I did, I, did watch, relatable. I did watch the highlights last night. Um, this will date when this is recorded, but I watched the highlights last night of the 6-3 Man City Man U game. And I did enjoy it. I did. I did enjoy watching the double hat tricks. Like you know. Anyway, this this is talking about real football. What what are we doing? What are we doing? What's the rules here? For those who don't know what fantasy football is, firstly in the real world, what is it, and what are we doing here? Yeah. So originally, what happens at the beginning of the league, before the league kicks off, um, you'll get um, a bunch of your mates together. You'll start your own um, little like uh, tournament, as it were, and you'll get to choose eleven players. Um, You'll probably get a point system. So certain players like, you know, um, say, I don't know, Messi, for example, um, would be worth like 15. um, Whereas, you know, your your newbies that have just come up through the academy would probably only be worth like two points or whatever. So you only have a certain amount of of designated points to build your team out of. So you kind of got to balance it. And then each week you get to sub in three, sub out three, uh, depending on who you think is going to do well. And the idea is you keep up with the game. You see who's going to be playing over the next few games, who who they're likely to be playing, who's going to be the scorers, who's going to have clean sheets, blah, 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 blah. It's kind of a way of you like almost like football manager, but but you get to mix and match. And the idea is you kind of choose your favourite players or the players you think are hot shit at the moment. And then, you know, you get to follow along and kind of have your own um, mini tournament with your friends. So at the end of the season, you'll see who got who got the most points across the year. Mm. Um, we haven't done a designation of points uh, because how I would like, I'd have to go through what the 16... 16, 1600 legends um, mm. to say like and mark each one with a point system. We're not doing that. That's bullshit. But what yeah. we are going to do is we're going to do the starting 11. We'll do three subs. And then I even said, uh, screw it, put a mascot, a referee and a manager in there as well. So we've got, yeah. we've got various different roles to fill with various different characters filling them. Um, I kind of said your justification can be whatever. I did say like within reason, you can't just make your striker fireball because that's a bit silly. But if you had mm. a justification for it, I'd also be very accepting. Um, mm. I tried to throw it out to Reddit. I only got about half a dozen responses. Only a few of them were actually serious. Um, no one knows <laughs> none of the is on Reddit. No, exactly. So I kind of like, you know, let that, let that go. But I think, you know, it's, it's an interesting way to kind of, as I say, look at look at the, the magic multiverse and then translate it into a more human, more grounded, you know, kind of thing and I, I, I i'm interested to see where you went with it i didn't set very many rules specifically so i wanted to see what you would think and where you would yeah. go with certain things yeah. um and i feel like we've probably been flexible on a few on a few on a few things i'd like to argue the toss about a few things yeah you know? so i think i don't know it's a fun it's a fun discussive thought experiment kind of thing that's still relevant to magic whilst also not really caring about the inordinate amount of product and stuff that's coming out 
Yeah. Well, this was it. We had a conversation just even like a couple of days ago going, oh, yeah, we're going to do these episodes. And I told you I couldn't bear it. And the first, literally the first thing you said was, um, Fantasy Football League? And I was like, yeah, cool. That's it. You know, this this sounds like a really complicated process. You said Fantasy Football and I went, yes. <laughs> and now here we are. And then retroactively, we're like, all right, what are we doing here? So, yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I just wanted to have a bit of a fun, a bit of a goof. And mm, I chose absolutely. to talk about football as in that respect. But whatever. Anyway, 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 here we go. Here we go. Let's just jump into it then. So we've got 11. So what we're going to do, the 11 starters in their positions. Yeah. We're going to do the, the subs. Start from the back. Yeah. So we start from the back. I think we should do keeper. Then, I mean, I don't know what your formation is, but I've got a formation of mine four, as well. 4 4 Oh, see, I went, oh, I went three three two two. Oh, did you? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know why I, I went like four four two. I just, that's the one I remembered. Okay, I just really wanted. I specifically wanted to separate wingers with from strikers, just because I thought like they fulfill fulfill different roles. Um, oh, I, I then, consider yeah, the wingers to be more like the midfielders. Uh, see, again, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got a fullback. You know, I've got a centre forward. Those are my midfielders. You know, it's, 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 see, this is good. We've got, we've tackled it in different fashions. Um, and then after <laughs> we've done our initial eleven, then we can talk about our subs. Then we can talk about uh, the manager. Then our mascot, um, and then who you think would be a good referee. I think that's probably a good order to do it in. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, And as you're playing along, anyone who is into sports and is into football specifically, uh, keep up with who our team is and why. Sorry, I'm drinking a beer. I'm very burpy already. Um, And (laughs) uh, yeah, we'll talk about who we think would actually win maybe after the episode is done. All right, then. Okay. Okay. Let's kick this fucking nonsense off. Kick it off. Oh, Oh, it started already. Who's your keeper? Um, Who's your starting keeper? So um, I, I thought, who else would be better to, to protect against a, a, a series of loads and loads and loads and loads of shots being hundred handed one? Ah! You know, two white white for a three five creature giant with vigilance. Now vigilance isn't so important for a keeper. It'll be more relevant later when it gets to my other selections. Um, you can monstrous monstrosity it, and then once it is monstrous, it, it has reach and it can block an additional ninety nine creatures each combat. Now, if that ain't blocking every ball coming at it. I don't, I don't know who would. You know, the other option was the um, the Street Fighter one, who gives um, ninety up to ninety nine creatures a bonus on attack. But you're not attacking, you're defending. E so Honda makes more sense to. Yeah, exactly. So that was going to be yeah. the other one I thought about, but I was like, oh, okay, let's go with hundred hand and one is blocking because it can block up to a hundred creatures. You know, yeah. unless you've got a hundred and one creatures on the pack on the, on the pitch, I don't really understand how you're scoring, mate. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Do you want to know who my keeper is? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, well, who better to be a keeper than something with 100 hands? Uh, I've gone for 100 handed one. <laughs> yes, oh, brilliant. So this is something I was interested in. I was going to oh, see, like, do we God. do we both go for the obvious answer for some of them? Um, I did one switch of, up one of them. Like, I've switched one, up. One, like, of, one, of my subs, one of my subs is specifically a substitute goalkeeper. So I'll have a different answer when we get to the substitutes. Okay, that's interesting. And it but, isn't I mean, just... Because Theros Beyond Death had that creature that was just another take on the many-armed giant, didn't it? It had just basically another hundred-handed one. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I'm look it up. But it wasn't as succinct, though, you know? <laughs> what could be a better keeper than a hundred hands? <laughs> that seems pretty obvious. I mean, I guess the new uh, the new uh, braids would be a good option, right? Oh, yeah, that would be pretty cool as well. But, I mean, no one's going to be attacking the goal, right? Because that's the thing. Like, did we go for physical aptitude or did we go for, like, who's really scary, <laughs> you know? Because no one's going to want to attack Braids in goal, you know? Definitely want to take her on. You don't want to take her on 1v1, that's for sure. Yeah, I can't find what the other 100-handed one is, but it does exist, I know, because the set wasn't it came out not too long ago. Um, mm. Okay, cool. All right. 
talk, talk, you go through your go through your whole back line. Go on. Okay, cool. So I've got three defenders um, on the left um, to make sure that no head um, to defend the box from corners to make sure that he gets stratospheric uh, headers out of there. The apocalypse hydra. Mm-hmm. Of all the mm-hmm. hydras, it's the biggest one. If you look at the artwork, there ain't no, there, there is no way you're clearing that getting into getting into the goal. You know, I'm, I feel like he's got it covered. Um, on the right to mark and defend against, you know, as per, as a perfect player marker, Venza, Shaper Savon, because he has teleport magic, so he can mark everyone anyway. He's blocking everything all day long. Even if you don't think he's there, he's there. You know, and then in the middle, pushing the play either left or right, the perfect for defending free kicks, the perfect wall, Pramacon Sky Rampart. Nice. You know, I mean, it's giant, it's huge. I mean, the, the question I have, and this is something that I don't know if we'll have to tackle going forward, how did you treat flying? Uh, I don't... Oh, I do have one flyer, and it is my. It is one of my defenders. Um, but you didn't consider, like... The, I don't consider, like, an angel's just about to keepy up here into the air over the pitch and into the goal, right? I kind of figured it's got to be... That's against the rules. <laughs> you know, it kind of has to be, well, like, it's not, no, it's, not, it's not against the rules, but, you know, I just... I, I don't think flying would be because it's like it's so like in any sport it's like a meta in any game isn't it as soon as someone does one thing each other team will just kind of work to go against it right so like you know yeah. like you know someone's really good with their you know a, a certain player is really good with their left foot and imagine we'll see that and be like oh okay I'm gonna put my defender on it who's really good at guard against people who like prefer their left and it was that meta game thing as soon as you put anyone with flying on you're just gonna make all your team like a bunch of archers. And be like, all right, juggle the ball. Quidditch, right? Yeah, you just <laughs> the juggle the ball as much as you want. I'm just gonna fucking snipe you out of the goddamn air, like so. Yeah, uh huh. I don't yeah, think it's exactly. quite the boon. And also, how hard would it be actually to be? The, the goal is still only this one size. It doesn't. Have, like, yeah, exactly. It's still you fly, on the ground. You could fly 100 feet in the air. What are you gonna do? Like drop it in? Like no, no, no. I don't think it's quite as good as people think. Cool. Yeah, cool. That's what I was saying. Because I don't have any. I don't think I have any flyers, which is annoying. Because the, the joke was that my wingers. I was like, but they haven't got wings. How can they yeah. be wingers? But you know, it's fine. Right. We, we, whatever. So those those are my three. Yeah. So the Apocalypse Hydra for the for the corners, Venser for ultimate marking, and then the ultimate wall, uh, Pramacon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. What what you're back for? Well, I went for Pramacon as one of my defenders as well. <laughs> <laughs> God, we're, oh, we're so we're so in tune with each other. We're so uh, I had him as I had him as one of my centre backs though. I thought I'd put him on um, left back or right back because then that way you could always just pick left or right, and whatever defender uh-huh. comes against him, just the ball just immediately goes whoop, just straight off into touch. But exactly no. right, perfect. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> he's he's one of my centres. He's one of my centres. Um, my other centre back is Arcades. The strategist, right? Smart. So the, Smart. Yeah, the, the Arcades, the strategist. Uh, one green, white, blue for a uh, three-five elder dragon flying. There you go. That was my flyer. And vigilance. Whenever a creature with defender enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. Each creature you control with defender assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power, and can attack as though it didn't have defender. So you know, it's giving all of my defenders. The option to like counterattack to push forward as well. They're just as powerful as like any other midfielder or striker. Do you know what I mean? Interesting. I was going to put Doran in for the exact same reason. Got a big yeah. butt, but then he turns the defense into offense. You know, because that's yeah. a good like transitional player. Yeah, for the counterattack, that's clever. I like that. Good. Also, Arcades is like fucking huge, and I just thought, I oh, just plop him. <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel like yeah. anything with like a giant pair of wings is automatically like pretty good. But that's still a handball, right? Uh no. What are you talking about? What do you mean no? <laughs> so it's not right, their so hand. right. 
um, oh, if it was a Drake uh, or like something similar, then yeah. Okay, fine. So what? We, so it's what just considers me like off the shoulder. See again, we need to write these rules down. I'll have to come back to you in a couple of weeks, and I'll have like comprehensive magic magic football rules. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So sure, those are my, my two centre backs. <laughs> those are my two centre backs. Uh, on my right back, because uh, I've got four four two. I'm going with Thing in the Ice. Because I really loved the idea of just having a colossal block of ice just gacking up a quarter of the pitch. You know, <laughs> thing in the ice, one in a blue. Defender, thing in the ice, enters the battlefield with four ice counters on it. Whenever you cast an instant sorcery spell, remove an ice counter for thing in the ice. If there's no ice counters, transform it. So you just plop that on, 45, 60 minutes into the game, you know, bit of the way through the second half, it thaws out, and then it turns into a woken horror and fucks shit up. I love that. That's I like great. That. That's yeah. sick, yeah. I didn't even I didn't even consider the fact that defender your defender should have defender. Like All I've thought about other names. Defender. I've thought about other names for like my forwards and stuff, but yeah, that's a good point. Even with Pramicon, I was like, yeah, I mean yeah, it's a defender, but I didn't even for some reason didn't even clock that that means <laughs> obviously they're a defender. <laughs> oh god, I'm so terrible at my own things. This is awful. Great choice. Yeah, right, you are. Uh <laughs> left back. Uh Wall of Fire. Because because who the fuck wants to attack through a wall of fire? <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not going to attack into a wall of fire. <laughs> that makes sense. One one that red red sense. for a creature. It's a fucking creature. And before anyone gives me shit as well, by the way, I know the Dan Dos Santos art from like M13 whatever onwards has a little dude that is, I think, is clearly the one summoning the wall of fire. So like, it doesn't really make sense that the wall of fire itself is a creature. But there are two previous artworks before that one, and both of them just have. A wall of fire, like it's a sentient wall of fire. Yeah, the right? fifth edition Richard Thomas one is just like it looks kind of like the modern day um, uh, Magali Villeneuve lands, you know, in the stained glass kind of effect. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Defender, yeah. Uh, pay a red wall of fire gets plus one into plus zero into turn, so it's got fire breathing. And then uh, the flavor text is mercy is for those who keep their distance. Keep the fuck away. Keep the fuck out of my half. I don't give a <laughs> Get shit. Out. Wall of fire. Boom. Done. <laughs> Cool. You got fire on one side, ice on the other, and a, a dragon and a wall in the middle, and a hundred-handed giant behind them. There's, there's what, what are you going to do? Do you want to step up to a wall of swords? I mean, I don't understand. I understand a wall of swords is a creature. At that point, it should be an artifact creature. But sure, okay, we're, we're, we're arguing a wrong flavor here. But yeah, good. Big ass wolves. Yeah, they're not creatures. How are we getting yeah. over them? Yeah, how are we getting over them? Uh, cool. I like that. I yeah, like that. Wall, wall of fire. You said I couldn't have fireball. That was like literally the example you picked, and I was like, okay. Wall of fire, motherfucker! It's cool. <laughs> I'll find a way to leave for you. And I guess, I guess, Arcades also activates all of your walls to be aggressive as well, which is is really mm-hmm. clever. Mm-hmm. Um, have e- have either of us chosen a five color manager which allows us to play all of these players, or are we not nope. getting that far into it? Okay, good. Yeah, neither am I. <laughs> good, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, um, moving into midfield then. I guess. Okay, cool. Well, I've got um I've got I've got okay, well, I've got Baird, uh, the the original Baird, um Steward of Argive as my fullback. Um he's a vigilant two four. Uh, the vigilant being that you know he can attack and block, which allows him to be transitional, which I thought, you know, was, was very necessary in your midfield. Um and obviously uh, creatures can't attack you or a planeswalker you control unless their controller pays an additional one for each of those creatures. You know, so it's it's got an inherent you've got to work harder to get past him kind of ability naturally in there you know you've got to overexert yourself to the point of where eventually they're gonna you know the opposite opposite team is gonna run out of game mana is that what we're calling it sure we're gonna you no. know it, it ties up their game mana you know and, and they and then they can't get past um in a similar fashion 
I've got to know the justifications are so jank, but I love it. It's, it's great. <laughs> um, I've then got Adeline, um, Resplendent Cathar. Again, this is where the vigilance is really important because she can attack. She she can you know protect and attack. Uh, the point being that she when she attacks, uh, you get a um, a one one um, attacking each of your opponents as well, which is like when she attacks, everyone else is rallying around her on that counter attack. Um, but then also when she attacks, the more people around her, more of the other players that are kind of rallying to her play pattern, the stronger that she gets. You know, because her powers equal the number of creatures you control. You yeah. Know, so the idea is when the team's behind her, she's all beefed up, and whenever she attacks, everyone's getting behind her anyway. You know, she's like the the catalyst. You know, and then the third one, and I thought this was quite quite good. I mean, if we're accepting Bavlovia um, as part of the multiverse, um, Phoebe, head of S N E A K, um, can't be blocked with creatures of flavor text. So the the creatures that take themselves too ser- too seriously are too busy on their own narrative. You know, like those those hard those those hard trying uh, uh, players that are all like it's all about me. Um, they they can't block her. And then she can right. permanently steal a text box from someone. That's stealing possession, right? Boom! She's she's perfect interceptor. She's tackling them down. She's stealing the possession. Then she can't be she can't be blocked as she tries to get past them. Boom! Right. Easy peasy. Look at that. Right? How, how are you getting past that? That's that's, <laughs> that's that's a midfield. That's a midfield if I've ever seen one. What you got? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I do accept anything from Pablovia. You know, I don't recognize uh, unsets, but there we go. Um... They should never have existed. I, I can I can I talk about? Can I just stop pause the podcast here? Can I just talk about how much, <laughs> how much I really hate unsets? I don't know why. Like, I don't know what it is. I even tried an uncommander in EDH. I even I tried it. You enjoyed I think her. It sucks. I think no. I think unsets. If if un if unsets didn't exist, but we all had the knowledge that they did, I wouldn't be upset. The do you know what I mean? I if someone said to you, that... oh, there was this thing, do you remember? And I went, oh, yeah, I'm so glad that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, I guess the problem is it keeps trying to take itself too seriously, right? We've talked about this before of where it stops being a joke and it starts, it stops being a parody and it starts being to the point of where it's kind of like pretend it's no longer absurdism. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, it's weird because I kind of feel like Infinity is is one of the best written sets so far because it's, it's loading, re- loading, ready, run. I've done a bunch of uh-huh. the, the card, uh, card flavor text and card names and shit. And I, I really like Loading Ready Run and everyone involved. And I can see their influence in this card set. I just don't know, man. I just don't know. I think it's what I like what I said before. It's it's people find things funny in a shared cult experience, like a a, a broad card game and all the different things that are involved in like, you know, the community gives things nicknames and takes a shine to certain creature types or characters or whatever, and then you know, like the whole oh however many squirrels can beat Emrakul and blah 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 and you know the the unlucky unluckiest planeswalker in the multiverse, Chad, and all that mm. kind of stuff. And, it's, and then they just kind of—it's like the people who make the game just go, "See, see, we recognise it, we understand the joke." And you're like, "Oh, mm. yeah, but it's it's jokes aren't funny if you have to explain them." And it just feels like it feels like the unsets, especially of recent. Well, not even especially of recent. They always have done because things like City of Ass and all that kind of crap. It's like they're trying to explain the joke to you right sure and for every cool card like where you get like vorthos or spike or you know johnny and all those kind of like they do the the player profile cards and you know for each one of those ones you you just get shit <laughs> you mm. just get yeah, why, shit why didn't we get the unluckiest planeswalker instead of space bellerin yeah right anyway 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 no anyway, anyway wait. <laughs> good, just, good. I, just, not, I just can't i just can't I just can't. I don't. I don't find it funny. It's not for me. But if sure. people like it, like I said at the top of the episode, I did, I've already talked about it. If people like it, fine. I just wish it wasn't all um, over my newsfeed. 
<laughs> I guess cool. it's a me problem. I need to I start guess. curating my like Twitter. I'm just saying, from a flavor from a flavor point of view, if the box says um, that Phoebe permanently steals the target creature's text box, that for me is dispossessing the the, the other creature from the football. So right, know, right. from a flavor point of view, uh, I feel right. like it delivered. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll I'll talk to the uh, Magic the Gathering Football Association and and see if we can get uh, Phoebe banned. Um, <laughs> Off the basis of not playing the game legally. Um, all right, let's talk about my uh, my midline then. So I've got I've got as I've gone for four four two. I've got two wingers and two centre mids. Uh, let's talk about my centre mids. Oh God, burp again. I'm so sorry. Um, first one is for Miko the low blood centre right. So I've got a two red red for a three two human samurai legendary creature. For Miko the low blood has Bushido X, where X is the number of attacking creatures. Uh, creatures your opponent's control attack each turn if able. So whenever this creature blocks or becomes blocked, it gets plus X box sets until end of turn. So you need midfielders that are flexible, right? Are they defenders? Are they attackers? Who knows? They need to feed the ball into everyone else. They need to create openings. I just thought like I need someone who can defend as as defend well enough to stop attackers and attack as well to stop defenders, do you know what I mean? And this like Bushido is is a perfect sort of flexibility for that. And the fact that Famico's thing is that she gets Bushido X, so she's always kind of keeping up with whatever's going on. Mm. You want uh, something who's tenacious, so having a red centre mid, or at least one of them being red, is you know perfect. Good all good all grounds there. And creatures your opponent's control attack each turn if able. Imagine if so if 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 you're centre mid and you're like. Defend you, you're like got a bunch of defenders coming at you. Imagine if a man as a manager you had to deal with the fact that your defenders just constantly tried to run the ball up the entire length of the pitch because she's just forcing them to attack all the time. It's like your mm-hmm. centre back's got the ball and he's like, Well, I guess I'll try and score from here. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just super aggressive. I like, yeah, yeah, it just causes everyone to be super aggressive all the time. They're gonna make mistakes, they're gonna make mistakes. And so, yeah, I think, I think that's that's the one for me. Uh, centre left, you were talking earlier about uh what sports there are on other planes. And you mentioned Strixhaven, right? And obviously we've got Fiora. Mm. What's another plane off the top of your head that must have a, a huge sporting culture? Like explicitly so. Um, it's, it's a plane with a real world analogue. Um, uh, 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 Innistrad? Um, no. Nah. Think, think more uh, like Gav- athletics. Oh, Theros. Yeah, right. Theros sure, has sure, Theros sure, has sure. like an, has the Olympics. Oh, it has the games, the Rowan Games. The Rowan Games. What an idiot! Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Who's the Who's the current like greatest uh, Rowan champion on Theros? Oh no! You, yeah, um, Nico Nico Aris. Nico Aris, yeah, that's right. One of the greatest athletes in all the multiverse. Nico Aris is my centre left. Absolutely, obviously not necessarily a footballer per se, uh, but yeah, they're they're a javelin thrower uh, fundamentally. But like, I was I was watching the Commonwealth Games earlier this year. Have you seen javelin throwers? They I'm are like expensive. they are the most ripped. Like uh-huh. you wouldn't even think that they would need to be. I was watching the the women's javelin on like one day, and I was just like, "Holy shit! These people are like stone, They're, like carved yeah. out of stone." All of the throwing ones, the discus, the shot put, and the javelin. I'm always like, you see the the the, the especially like the, the Russian women. I'm always just like built like you know buildings, and I'm like, well, of yeah, course, exactly. You've got to have you've got to launch from your entire explosive, body. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
Yeah, so like Nico, Nico's got a, it's like a, just a, a premium athlete, right? And I know the card, the card doesn't necessarily lend itself to much. I've got another planeswalker as well, and I, the cards don't really fit into this narrative. But uh, where Nico Aris it's artistic representation, field, though, right? Like. That's the thing. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. you don't know what they're like in real life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when Iku Aris enters the battlefield, you create an X shard tokens. Because the Cosmic Cost is X, Y, blue, blue. Up to one target creature you control can't be blocked this turn. So that's good. So they're creating space as well. So up to one target creature you control can't be blocked. So they're feeding the ball through to you know, like your other mids or your, your, your forwards. Uh, whenever the creature deals combat damage this turn, return it to its owner's hand. So, you know, I uh, don't know how to square that flavorfully. I don't know. They put them back into position. Let's move past it. Uh, Nico, <laughs> Nico Aris does two damage to uh, target tapped creature for each card you've drawn this turn. So, you know, he's kind of keeping opponents down. It's making them think twice before making certain plays. And minus one, you create a shard token. So in terms of, like, actually on the battlefield... On the battlefield. <laughs> on the rugby... On the football pitch. Sorry, I, I'm a rugby fan, so that, that's the pop to that. Um, <laughs> so Nico's got, like, this mirror magic... Right, they're like a shard, mirror shard mage, and I was looking at like what the actual powers and abilities of that are because in most of the representations of Nico, they're throwing the the shards of the mirror like a like a javelin, right? Because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. But like the shards also like absorb people's sort of like essence and kind of trap them in this little mirror dimension for like a couple of seconds, right? Yeah, it's very much mirrorverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Like that Imagine, bit in how, the, could you, like how could you contend with that? Superman, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the Phantom Zone, right? Imagine mm-hmm. that. Imagine your defenders desperately trying to get the ball out of play and they're just like, whoop, mirror mage. Well, that's, that's something we haven't spoken about yet. Are they allowed to use their magic? Yes. What are you talking about? What's the point of what doing do you mean this? That I would have changed. That everything would have been. I mean, I guess I said Vence is teleporting around. Yeah. What fair. are you talking I, yeah, about? Fair. We're doing yeah, a fair. like. Oh, let's do Magic: The Gathering does football. They can't use their magic. Well, then I just pick the Gruul Clan. Well, then I just the choose Urza, wouldn't I? Oh, he just blows up. Just blows up the pitch. The one got one goal up. Blows up the entire stadium. Well, just, well, I guess we won. Right, then your team is Urza. I'll <laughs> I'll field my eleven. You have Urza. <laughs> fair. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. The only reason I argue is because. Um, Interestingly enough, Nico Aris was my was my left winger <laughs> because they proved yeah. they proved to it that uh, they got that they they defied their god by going oh, okay I'm actually going to lose when you say that I'm gonna I'm supposed to win but but I mean we don't know if that was that was the only time that they're going to win so surely they're going to win all the time and also you say that javelin throwing isn't that important the reason I have them on the left wing is because wicked throw-ins mate have you seen those throw-ins where it goes like straight into the box it's like a cross right you know. So yeah. I feel like you know, yeah, Nick Nick is 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 fantastic. But if they could if they could use their shard magic, that's just like bloop bloop bloop. Oh, I guess they haven't got a team anymore. <laughs> I guess they're, I guess they're well, they don't trap them anymore. in there permanently, right? They just do it, they just do it. It's like a momentary thing. A momentary thing, I guess. Yeah, it just stalls them for a second. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Cool, cool. And I guess the whole point is as because I had them as a winger because the idea is that they can give another creature unblockable, right? So yeah. the idea is that they can cross the ball into a place where that the other team can't defend to. So for yeah. me, the plus one was like the cross in, you know, because originally I was going to have um, I was going to have someone so, someone else as the winger, but I feel like if you giving other things unblockability is kind of like what wingers do in football anyway. They create a yeah. situation of where the ball going in can't be blocked, you know, from either being a volley or even if it's a through ball or whatever. Like that's what your wingers are meant to do, right? Is to break down your opponent's defense. So yeah, that plus one I feel like is 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 key. Um, yeah, Nicaragua for sure. Like, like as soon as I put this up, I was like, "It's got to be Nicaragua." They're, they're, they're the only um, undefeatable athlete. I don't even know why I didn't consider them as part of um, 
I think it's because I did a load of research on them and it, it was just to see what they did in cow time. Um, and none of the things they did in cow time was really relevant to football, shockingly enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't know why I was expecting it to be. But yeah, like, sure, yeah. Nico Aris is an, an athlete that is destined not to lose. Like, surely you've got to have them on your team. It, yeah, exactly. Only really makes sense. And then I had on the right, um, originally I had on the right so, so, someone else, and um, we'll get to them in a second. So they're, they're now my striker. But I was going to try and, this was the one I, I said to you earlier, that I had like a last minute like change of like, oh my God, I don't have a winger that has wings. That's so that's such a flavor fail. Um, but I have um, Urabrask, the hidden. Um, because okay. he gives all of your team haste and he makes all of your opponent's creatures come into play tapped. So the idea uh. is that the plays he's making, and he's the hidden, right? So you're not even expecting like the speed that he can get down on the right on. Like he, he he's got he's he's making all of your team run up with him super super quickly, and it's putting your your opponent on the back foot because they're backpedaling to try and defend. So they're all tapped, unable to keep up with them to be able to keep the plays going, you know. And they ain't ever keeping up, you know. And again, he's hidden, cheeky, you know, or sneaky sneaky. And that's the thing. It's like I I only the reason nice. So we'll do we'll do that. There we go. Good. <laughs> uh, and the, things, the thing is, I wanted my wingers to be like the, the power players, right? Um, and originally, again, I had I had someone else as one of the wingers, but I think they work way better as a striker when I actually looked at their cards and went, oh, okay, this makes way more sense. Um, but I think it's funny that, you know, we, we didn't choose wingers that have wings because that, that would have been a bit... I don't know, it, just feels, it feels cheaty. It feels cheaty giving it... If anything, like, leaves, leaves the pitch, you know, they no longer have both of their, or at least one of their limbs on the pitch at once. I feel like that's kind of like disqualification. Similar to like with Paul. You know, like you have to have at least one foot on the floor. You can't just like, you know, belly flop onto the table to take your shot. That's, that's not legal. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I feel like, you know, giving all of your team haste whilst also sewing with your opponents down. That's kind of what wingers do. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, I, I, I had a very similar thought process in my wingers as well with the idea of speed. Uh, mm. My right wing is Ginger Brute. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It can't be blocked unless they have haste. Oh, that's yeah. phenomenal. What a choice. I mean, coming up against oh. your team would actually... <laughs> Would fuck yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> well, I don't know. None of my defenders have haste. That's the thing, right? Is that your 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 attackers are going against my defenders, and my defenders don't have the haste. So that's clever because you'd want yeah. defenders that are really good defending. They're not going to be super quick. Yeah. You know? Oh, you've preyed on my you've preyed on my idiocy. How and also, you? Ginger Brute can dive as well because you tap two, sacrifice Ginger Brute, you gain three life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, my. I thought this. What was the one that I was going to think? I had I looked up fight. I looked up legendary. Right, in yeah. I put legendary, and then I put oracle fight to see if there was any that made sense as like a being douchebags. This is what I kind of thought with apocalypse hydra as well, right? It's a defender that it can like use mana to, to lose a counter to deal damage. So it's almost like one of the heads like takes the hit and goes, oh ref, oh you know, and discredits one of the attackers coming at him. Because I thought mm. that was quite a funny thing. I didn't want necessarily have someone who's like um, a pretender. You know, so someone who's constantly on the ground all the time trying to win the free kicks. Mm. Um, I can't. I, I, I thought that might have been quite funny as well. But um, I was like, oh, should we just put a sub in? And the sub is just someone who constantly <laughs> is constantly just on the floor pretending to be injured. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I couldn't find anyone that fit for it. You know, Marisai, the pretender, maybe, maybe that would have fit. I don't Marisai know. would suck at football. Are you kidding? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, little, that would make sense whatsoever. Nerd. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> exactly. <little> magic nerd. <laughs> Uh, brilliant I, I love it uh my left wing is the character represented on the christopher moeller art for need for speed oh yeah typing in immediately <laughs> need for speed, it's, it's the <laughs> need for speed. yes that's phenomenal 
Yes, uh, I love it. Need for Speed is one red for a red enchantment. Uh, sacrifice a land, target creature you, you uh, target creature gains haste until end of turn. And then the uh, flavor text is: His feet buckled the ground. His hand cut through the wind like uh, cut the wind to ribbons, and he was gone. Um, I just love the idea of a winger who's so fast that he chews up the pitch. And like, how would anyone else like keep up with him? Like, you sacrifice land, target creature gains haste. So he's just like he's running so hard that he just fucks the pitch up. Love it. Um, and also, uh, this this was this was one that I only thought after I picked it. Um, this, do you know? You know, you must have filmed, seen the film uh, Shaolin Soccer, right? Absolutely, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah the uh, yeah, yeah, the the is it uh, Stephen Chow? I'm gonna I've messed that up. I'm like, oh yeah, it's Stephen Stephen Chow. Yeah, where he's also the titular character. He directed that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, was in Kung Fu Hustle, wasn't the other sort of big. Yeah, Western, exactly. Western yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I watched it at the same time I watched Kung Fu Hustle. I went from the yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. There was there was like uh, a period in stunning. Yeah, like two thousand four, two thousand five was definitely like Stephen Chow's kind of like you know Western sort of breakthrough. Mm. Um, and whilst whilst it's not confirmed, to my untrained eye, uh, the character in Need for Speed seems to have a similar aesthetic to like a sort of the Shaolin monk aesthetic, right? With like the, the orange robes and the, mm-hmm. the sort of shaved head and everything. Whether that's yeah, true this or not, could definitely be on um uh part. He could definitely be part of the Jess guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it's, this is an on, onslaught, right? So this must this yeah, must so be dominaria. Yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, do tell me if this has a specific people on Twitter. Please tell us if this has uh, a different reference to that and let us know. But to my eye, that it seems to be like very Shaolin-y. So all like based on sort of the Shaolin monks. Um, and so yeah, in my head, I've just I can imagine this guy like running super fast and then doing like a, a flying headbutt <laughs> from the corner. Oh yeah. I could see him like scorpion kicking or bicycle kicking, just out of nowhere, just charges into the box. And yeah, just full on, full on Shaolin soccer mode. Yeah, so like, that, that's my that's my left wing. I like that. Good. Okay, right. So moving on to my um, onto my strikers. I've only got two of them. Um, in a similar vein, who else is super super fast in the multiverse, Andy Man? Uh, the character on the instant sorcerer, instant spell, messenger speed. Me- speedy messenger from Thrustgun. True, but then also if you look at Amonkhet, and then there's Sam, um, or not even Amonkhet. Sorry, a War of the Spark. There's Samet Sprint, where she's oh, like literally yeah, running along Samet. the wall. So yeah, my my. So originally this was my this was my winger right before before I I switched up and and then and then had to refill with Urabrask. Um, because it turned out when I looked at the cards, couldn't didn't even consider this. I was looking, I was thinking about cards like um. Tyrant Smasher, you know, where creatures you control have haste, and it gives a creature plus two, plus one, and haste. Uh, Summit Sprint gives a creature plus two, plus one, and it gains haste. Um, but Summit Voice of Descent, like the OG, not only has Flash, so gets in there super, super quick, um, has Double Strike, you know? Like, mm. you, can't, you can't have your winger be a striker. So I was like, well, Samet's got to be the striker. She also has Vigilance, so she's not like, she doesn't fully commit. You know, she's ready to backpedal as well. She's got the haste, so she's super quick. She gives other creatures you control haste. That same kind of thing with Urabrask of where when she's moving forwards, everyone else is coming up with her. The whole power play together, you know? And then for white and attack, she can untap another target creature. The idea, she's not even selfish, right? In the story, she's not selfish. She's trying to look after, um, oh, what's his name? Jeru. Um, after they go out and have a little investigation, they find out about the trespasser and stuff. Like again, Amonkhet has a fantastic story. It's a it's a really mm, good story. Mm. You should read it if you haven't. Um, but Summer isn't full of themselves. 
You know, she's deferential. She looks after her other crop mates or her teammates as they are now. So the idea that she will happily take, make the run, but then also stop and then set up one of her other other teammates with untapped target creatures, set them up for the opportunity to score. Boom! Seems like a seems like a home run. You know. And I, I just like the idea that she's um she, she's if she's if she can run along a building like I'm surprised that having a look at uh, Need for Speed you didn't see Sam at Springs it's almost exactly the same kind of idea right of where it's like just a, a ridiculous burst of speed. What would um, I have typed in? Pray, pray tell you're surprised I didn't see it. What would I have typed in to Scryfall to get both those cards up on the same page? Uh, uh, I don't know what you typed in to get Need for Speed up. To be fair, what did you Word type in? Speed. Quick? Oh, okay. <laughs> Not complicated. <laughs> I see. Right. Yeah. Fair. 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 Yeah. I don't know. I. What did? How did I get to Sabbath? I don't even know. I think I just wanted a speed mage. I think the first thing I thought, yeah, was speed, and then I went, oh, I know Sabbath's got speed magic. Sabbath's speed magic. Do you know how? Like, this is how little I pay attention. Really, I didn't really clock on to the fact that Sabbath had sonic speed until. War of the Spark came out. It's not ref- it's not relevant at all to her whole story um, arc. I guess there was so much other things going on. Being a little bit quick isn't that impressive. Like especially on Amica, it's not like they have lots of different um elemental magic, you know, like all they are is athletes, right? Is that they're trained to be strong uh, fighters and warriors, right? And it's only kind of when we got to War of the Spark of where I think they needed to go, how do you make Summit stand out? We wanted them they wanted them to they wanted Summit to be there because she uh, she could have the personal response to the Eternals coming, you know, the dread the dread the dread horde as it were. Because it's like, oh those are all my old friends and stuff. You know, this is from my like all of this invasion is coming from my plane. Um and I guess they needed to kind of give her something that was a bit more of an identity. Um I guess, and I guess it is always, even on a card, double strike, vigilance, haste, gives your other creatures haste, because she's got vigilance, she can attack and then untap another creature, it is all activating, 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 but yeah, it, within the story, I don't yeah, think Yeah, no, but I mean, specifically, particularly, yeah, like, it wasn't like, really Lili- a thing Liliana being describe. a necromancer, Liliana being a necromancer is, like, ironic, because she studied to be a healer, and then she mm. um, made her brother undead. And then, you know, like, Jace having mind magic is, like, a, a whole thing to do with him because he's had his mind wiped so many times by his mentor. Mm-hmm. Gideon having, like, shield magic, essentially, however you want to describe that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and Hyromancy as well. It's because he always wants to protect and sort of, you know, make it everyone else safe. Samet's got speed because she, she needs to fast. have a superpower. <laughs> yeah, she, she needs <laughs> to have a superpower. And, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, anyway, it was just a thought I had. I just, yeah. I didn't even know that that was her deal. I, I didn't, I must admit, I'd, by the time War of the Spark came around, the Amonkhet story wasn't very fresh in my head. So I think I might have mm. just forgotten, even if I knew. But, like, sure. you wouldn't look at it to know, to look at her card, you wouldn't know that that was, like, her thing, right? Mm. No, I, I, I guess I agree. I mean, I don't... No, it, it's, there's so many things. She's keyword soup on her original card, so it makes a little bit less sense. And then when you look at her, um, I guess, Arrow of Revelation uh, Planeswalker card after she's sparked, um, there's yeah. nothing about haste on there. It's double strike, right? Because she's using the two um, the two, 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 two scythe thingies. Um, none of the rest really makes too much sense. Another, on another note, of all of the four cards that have the word Samet in it, they're all done by mm. Aleski Briscoe. Which is quite mm-hmm. interesting because it creates a really distinct image for her, and when you see her in any of the other cards, because there are a bunch of other cards she's represented on, you don't think it's her because Alexi's done all of the other cards, which makes it very like you're very in tune with what you expect her to look like. Uh, whereas mm. most of other characters have had a, a varying degree. Um, but yeah, yeah, apparently speed mage. Uh, she's the only one who's a speed mage. Again, who, can, who else can run across a wall? <laughs> yeah, just because. Why not? Why not? I don't even necessarily think it was relevant in the story of War of the Spark either. But hey ho, hey ho. Um, so my other striker. 
another striker. We've already touched on this a little bit already, um, but what you want your striker to be um, not easily intercepted. You don't want them to be easily blocked. So I've got a Tratter the Silencer. Oh, nice. A 3-5 legendary vampire assassin. Uh, A Tratter the Silencer can't be blocked. I also like the fact it was a vampire without flying because it kind of got around that cheaty step kind of thing. And then also... After the so whenever she deals combat damage to a player, exile target creature that player controls. You know, puts them to shame whenever she scores, and then uh, puts a hit counter on that on, on on the creature. So the idea is, you know, they're never going to get over it. And then after the third one has been, you know, after she's scored a hat trick, the game's basically over, right? Because you win the game. Mm. Mm. And at that point, if you, if you, if your striker's got a hat trick, you're pretty much guaranteed to be winning that game, right? Yeah, I like that. So that's I felt really like, cool. yeah, that's why I, I felt like you know it delivers it delivers on both. So I've got someone really really fast, and I've got someone who can't be blocked as my like strike force as it were. And I felt that's what you needed. I didn't need any more. Didn't need any more up front. You know, I've got some fast wingers, you know, I feel like, I feel like this team could work well together. You know, yeah. the only thing I'm missing is I'm missing someone. The only thing I couldn't find that I really wanted to, I wanted something to represent someone who was really good at through balls. And I've kind of got someone on my subs that kind of fulfills that role, but otherwise I don't really have that. A lot of it's going to be playing down the right um, and then crossing it in. You know, I feel like I've got, a do you know, team. do you know what, whenever someone says th- the word through ball in relation to football, do you know what pops into my head? No. <laughs> hitting, hitting triangle on a PlayStation controller because that's the yeah, through ball. Oh, it's so true. Yeah, on FIFA, exactly, exactly. And yeah. I always hit it too hard, and it always ends up getting to the keeper. Yeah, because yeah. I was, I'm, I don't really care about football, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fucking good at FIFA. <laughs> oh, really? See, I'm, I'm terrible at FIFA, but I'm pretty good at football. So. Anyway, uh, my two strikers, I had a similar sort of thought process to the strikers, although that's kind of relative in this conversation because we've got three of the same players so far. Um, (laughs) I wanted also a player that was hard to block, uh, and this is my second Planeswalker of the team, Uh, although I've only picked a Planeswalker card. It's really just the character mostly that I want, and that is Kaya. Which Planeswalker do I go for? Ghost Assassin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... she she ghost phases through things, and How the ball you... as well with her, right? Because that's the new thing she can do. She can oh ghost well, phase yeah. I didn't I didn't necessarily think of that. I just sort of assumed like you can't like like especially on things like corner kicks and things where like mm-hmm. the positioning of the defenders is all about blocking the the path of the attackers, right? And she just phases up into the air and heads the ball in like every time. Like no one. That's amazing. Imagine if a defender yeah, yeah. comes up to her, she touches them, and they just phase through her, and she just carries on. Oh, that's such yeah. a broken ability. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So I I mean I went for um. Ghost Assassin because it it uh, the first ability is uh, Exile Kaya or up to one target creature return that card to the battlefield under your own uh, it's under control at the beginning of your next end step lose two life so I just I like the idea that like you just can't pin her down and like there's other the other Kai's do sort of similar things when I was looking at the Kai's though this is another thing which doesn't make sense we must have we must have mentioned this at the time if you look at the other Kai Planeswalker cards Kaya Geist Hunter by Ryan the Ryan Pankost one specifically firstly and i think this is the most one of the most badass planeswalker arts ever right. what am i about to say why is did she smash through the window when she can ghost form through it why did she smash through the window when she can ghost form <laughs> through it gotta make an entrance bitches i know that's a, that's that's pure disrespect i could absolutely leave this this pane of, of window completely untouched but nah and do you know what's funny is none of the people none of the none of the guests to the party are gonna know that but all of the other planeswalkers are like Oh, she's got to make a fucking entrance, hasn't she? God, Kaya. And they can't even be angry about it because it does look, it looks badass as fuck. Yeah, it's, it's badass. Yeah, it's so awesome. true. She doesn't yeah. need to do that too. It's so unnecessary. 
Amazing. We must have mentioned that when the set came out. Also, she's called Kai Geist Hunter, but the last ability is exile all cards from graveyards, then create one one. She's not Geist Hunter, she's Geist Bertha. Yeah, I think it's because, is, is she being the Geist? Is she a hunter who oh, is a Oh, she's Kaya. Geist Hunter. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking. She's not hunting Geist. She's a hunt. She's 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 a hunter who is. Also well, that doesn't make sense with the name. Can, can well no, because the the first one is Kai Ghost Assassin, and she's definitely assassinating well, ghosts. Well, that was in the and time. And Orzov yeah, but... Usurper. She's definitely usurping the Orzov. Yeah, and I guess it doesn't make sense because she's the bane of the dead in in the the War of the Spark version. But yeah, I guess the idea she's is she's not that of she's... the dead and she's a bane. Yeah. She's the yeah. Well, it's not ghost hunter, right? Isn't I guess the problem is that geists were no because it's the geist form, right? Oh no, it's even called ghost form in the War of the Spark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. This is wrong. So basically, they fucked up the name of every um, planeswalker from from the <laughs> from Crimson Vow. Is what you're saying? <laughs> it was terrible as charge just to kill. Um, <laughs> but her, two two of her utility cards from uh, one from War of the Spark, one from Kaldheim. You got Kai's ghost form and Kai's onslaught. Kai's onslaught, much like you're thinking with Sammer, uh gives double strike, and Kai's ghost form. Uh, I mean, it's not unblockable. It's when an enchanted permanent dies or is put into exile, return that card to battlefield under your control. But the artwork uh, definitely shows her like blipping through an eternal straight. Through, and the Eternals found yeah. some sparks to be quite slippery. So I was just like, you know what? Like, yeah, if, if, if in a real game of football, I would want Kai to be one of my thoughts. I think for sure. Yeah, like look what she's doing around the Orzov in Kai's wrath. Like she's running rings around them. You know, she's yeah, busting exactly. through a wall in Kai's guard. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Big fan. Uh, and my uh, other striker, my two center forwards, uh, my two forwards is uh, Rada, Heart of Keld. Uh, basically, any of the Radas would do, but Rada, Heart of Keld. Uh, as long as it's uh, your turn, Rada has first strike, so gets in quicker than anyone else. gets a, gets a gets a touch to the ball before anyone else gets a little sliding touch in. Uh, you may look at your top of your card from a library at any time. And you may play lands from the top of your library. So always been aware of what's going on. Always knowing where like the new positions are and what's coming next. Really sort of like in tune with their midfielders. And then uh, pay four and a green and a red. Uh, Rada gets plus X plus testing until end of turn, where X is the number of lands you control. Uh, like, she can get incredibly powerful. And just also, just as as a kind of imagining meeting this person in real life, she's fucking huge. And like, there is, there is a non-zero amount of magic fans out there that uh, talk about the prowess of her leg game shall we they say like they like the thick ladies don't they okay the you're gonna go for gown. you like the thick la- i i danced around that so much and you just went straight in there <laughs> yeah mate i mean I'm, I'm i'm now nearly all the way through my pint of gin okay um all i noticed when i put rada in was that the difference in how they've designed her since the uh jim murray artwork what air to uh, the original yeah of where she's got like a skinny waist like her arms are barely bigger than mine and then you look at the next one with grand wardlord rada it's like um Yes, please step on me, Queen. You know? <laughs> it's because Heir to Keld, like, it's, it's canonical though, isn't it? Because isn't Heir to Keld when she's been in the Cabal fighting pits in like oh, the original Dominaria story lean. for a long time? Sure, she's yeah, super lean. Yeah, and then yeah. when she's out, she's about nineties style fucking. Oh, let's make all of the women skinny and make them and give them. I mean, probably, armor. probably a bit that yeah, but I think in the story she's yeah at that point she's a prisoner, right? And then obviously in in sure. the twenty eighteen Dominaria story she's also again inexplicably in the fighting pits of Bells and Locks Cabal thing, but that's, you know, by the by. Mm. But all the other, yeah, Radas are her when she's getting her, you know, what I assume to be 50 chickens a day 
That's <laughs> so true. Yeah, absolutely. Bench. Yeah, I mean, just uh, imagine, just imagine facing down. A, if you're a goalkeeper, I mean, obviously you're a hundred-handed one. You don't give a shit. Imagine if you're just a regular goalkeeper, and Rada steps up to the plate for a penalty. You're like, do you know what? I'm not getting in the way of this. I'm just gonna ball. walk out. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah care. You, you've got it. It's fine. <laughs> She's a fan favorite. We're gonna sell a billion T-shirts with the back of her name on it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Slam dunk. Yes, yeah, so that's my starting eleven. There we go. Wonderful. Love it. Three, three of the same players we've got there. That's not... I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't more. I mean, I say that. There's a lot of... I say there's 1,600 different legendaries, and we didn't le- limit it down to legendaries. So the fact of... I stuck with mostly legendaries because it was the easiest way to kind of take a character and see the character's flavour and explain it into the role, instead of just assuming that random Bailoff would make a good defender. Um, sure. But yeah, it's funny because one of uh, my mates... Uh, one of our mates, sorry, um, Luke... Um, I sent this idea to, and he, he he's very big into football. And immediately he was like, so what you need to start doing is you need to kind of like set like like a top trumps kind of like um, like scale on their abilities. And then you could like like roll for who beats who. And like you can actually play the game against each other to see. I was like, you're getting way too into this. We are not putting that much forethought. And he, he, he wants it. us to play Sabutio. That's what he wants to do. It's exactly he what he wants, wants to, to do, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not saying we won't do at some point in the future. It's a cool idea, but it would take way more prep than, you know, like than, 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 a, than a weekend dish of, of throwing uh, everything together. For any listeners who don't know what Sabutio is, I'm saying that right, aren't I, Sabutio? Sure. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know, I know-ish. I know, I know, I know what you're referring to. I, I don't. This, I don't this know was, this was, an, it. like, this was kind of like a retro game. Even my age, I'm a little bit older than you, so it was kind of like it's tabletop football. It's like you're playing like mini figs football. So you have a bunch of football players on little like bases that you can. And you flick them. You flick them. Yeah, yeah, and then in exactly. more modern versions of Sabutio, they were they had like magnets where you kind of pressed the base of the magnet and it pushed the ball out. So it's the same sort of thing. But you flick the minifigs that hit the ball that go up the pitch, and then the goalkeeper's on a little arm that you can like move around. Yeah, I don't know why I remember really cool this game. so vividly, but yeah, like I don't know if they have that in other countries. They must do. I mean, they don't make it anymore, but. Yeah, it's just a really strange name. I wonder where the name comes from. Anyway, 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 um, <laughs> subs. Um, so yeah, let's go through these quickly. Let's let's spin through. I mean, my my first one's pretty obvious. Um, Sakashima of the many faces. Oh fuck here now. Is this the one we were role? talking about yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, oh, I was like, I fucking knew it's it. Pretty, oh come on, it's pretty obvious. It I knew you'd pick role. a bloody shape shifting cloney thing. As a sub, you know, you never know who's going to go. I haven't got a sub for the keeper. You know, who's going to pretend to be a hundred-handed one apart from someone who can have it? I guess, oh shit, any face. It's not It's not Sakashima of a thousand hands. Oh no, I've goofed. Oh well, you, fucked up. you know. <laughs> um, and then my next one was, um, now I don't know if this counts. It's a little bit cheaty, but I could not not put in Chun Li countless kicks. You know, I know it's not technically an MTG character, you know, but I thought you know. Yeah, tell, it's, tell it's, it's me, tell me what kicks. they've reskinned her as. Tell me, tell me what the Magic the Gathering character is for Chun Li. Have Have they done one? They haven't done. No, one, have is they? the answer. They haven't done one. Oh, okay, good. I was going to say they might do one day. I'll be interested to see how they do. It's got multi kicker. Come on, we didn't put any other multi kicker on our teams. I don't think, and that's kind of like a get a go to, right? You can't not. Um, and then the other one I had, and this one's a little bit more clever. Uh, Higuri still wind. Um, has ninjutsu, comes in off the bench with the ninjutsu, um, and it has the ability to give a ninja unblockable, so it can give itself unblockability. So it's a really good replacement striker for Atrata if Atrata keeps failing to get the goals, you know, and that hit counter isn't going up, the game isn't going to get won that way. You can ninjutsu it in and strike him with an unblockable attack. I feel like, you know, the, the opposing team won't see it coming, um, and if there are any other ninjas on the team, which there aren't, but, you know, I'm not saying that can't happen in the future. Um, yeah, I feel like Higuri's, Higuri's a cool one. I don't like. I don't like the fact you opened up talking about that that pick with 
and this is really clever. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, back up. I, look, okay, there are some there are some picks that I'm really happy with, and there are some picks that I'm like, is is this is this too cheesy? You know. But yeah, those are my subs. It's like being a stand-up like, oh, comedian fine. and just and just start your set with, oh, this hilarious thing happened to me today. That's how most comedy sets start. Don't yeah. even don't even start. That's not how most of them start. My substitutes. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. My substitute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think this one's really clever. Um, this one's uh, Geist of the Lonely Vigil, which is one in a white. <laughs> yeah, you're immediately looking it up because you're like, what the fuck? For uh, <laughs> a toothy spirit cleric. So it has Defender and Flying. I don't really give a shit about the Flying. So this is my replacement Defender, but... It has Delirium, and its Delirium ability is Geist of the Lonely Vigil can attack as though it didn't have Defender, as long as there are four or more card types among the cards in your graveyard. Slight mechanical fail, because I need different card types, but I do like the idea that if I get a bunch of sub, like, a bunch of players have to get put into the bin, then Geist can can step up into an attacking position, right? That's so, that's clever. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, I think you only have three subs a game, so that's never going to trigger, but sure, sure, why not? Why not stretch it a little bit? No, I do like that. transition. No, fuck you. (laughs) What is that about? Oh, I don't think it's going to actually work, actually. Uh, um, Have you got four subs? Have you got four subs, Andy Man? (sighs) The mascot can be a sub, whatever. Um, (laughs) Vampire Nighthawk, because it does everything. It does everything. Oh, I like that. Yes. Oh, see, so you went for the same thing I did, but you, you were clever about it. <laughs> also, I just, I, I really, I mean, this is where the fucking EDH police will get on my back. I, I don't like, I don't like that Vampire Nighthawk isn't good enough for EDH. Do you not like because the fact it's what it it's it one of my favorite scavenger. Well, yeah, just, just, just it just doesn't do. It doesn't do what needs to be done in a multiplayer format, right? It was sure, even it was in a very early draft of my Karlov deck because I love Vampire Nighthawk because it was one of the first cards that I really because it was in you did a black it was black vampires, right? That was the kitchen mm-hmm. table deck that you put together. And this was obviously a key player. So when we started playing EDH opposed to 60 card kitchen table, I put it into my life game deck. And I was like, well, this is solid. And I was like, yeah, but also there's no, it doesn't deserve a slot. Does it have an ETD, <laughs> even doesn't have a dice trigger, yeah. it's essentially when it comes to Commander, even if you've got keywords, you can still be vanilla. And this is like the definition of keyword vanilla, right? It's yeah. just such a shame that it, it, it should be good enough, and it just, unfortunately... It's yeah. Just not um, as, a, my, as, as a football sub, boom, yeah. Yeah, does everything. sick. Um, I've just read the entirety of the card text box for my last substitute, and I'm kind of ashamed of myself. Um, so... Uh, I was going to have a real pop at you if mm. you were going to change choose a changeling for any of your substitutes. Interesting, because I don't think Sakashima is a changeling, right? No, no, but it's the same spirit <laughs> as a changeling. Shush. But so I was going to have a real <laughs> pop at you and be like, oh, you'll just do some cheats. And I promise, I promise you on my Magic the Gathering collection, <laughs> I did not pick this card because it was a changeling, but it absolutely mm. is one. Um, is it and I, no, it's uh, it's my replacement goalkeeper, and it's the character that's represented in the tribal instant, nameless inversion, big arms. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's that's absolutely fine. Okay, like I don't, I don't, I don't hate that whatsoever. Yeah, big big arms. I mean, I feel like fists of the anvil also has the same same kind of like feel. 
Um, yeah, I didn't pick Piss the exact of the same. Anvil. I picked Name oh, no, of Conversion. Yeah, you All right. Your, yeah, it might, it might be fine. <laughs> no, I like that. That's good. What was the, um, what was the five colour uh, card that you thought I was going to pick from the sub? When I said, like, oh, I've got a cheeky one as a sub. And you were like, oh, is it five colours? What did you think oh, it was that I chose? Morophon, the Boundless. Oh, right. Okay. Well, he's colourless, not five colours, but sure. Okay. We're not talking about colour He's got a, fi- he's a five colour colour identity. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. No, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, Whatever, no, he's no, a changeling. No, no, no. He sucks as a card anyway, so I don't care. Yeah, you know, I didn't put changelings on my on my, on my team, but you did. Oh, oh, there's like, there's um, like three <laughs> people in our playgroup who play, like, tribal, tribal changeling decks. And I feel that every time I give out about how much I despise changelings, I, I always kind of feel them going, Oh, I just like playing with tribal deck. <laughs> well, then stop having a go at it, then. No, it <laughs> Stop sucks. putting it on your team. No. I love it. How did you not realise it was changing? It's the most interesting I thing just, about I just thought of the art. It was just, it's literally oh, just okay. the art in my head. I was like, what's the one with oh, the like big that. arms? I knew it was called Nameless Inversion. And I didn't, I honestly, I didn't even read the card. I just plopped it straight in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, even, it. it's not even a creature that is a changeling. It's a tribal instance. So I should have mm. even spotted that it was a tribal something. That's awkward. But hey, it's fine. It's good. I like it. Big arms, big hands. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't have a... I guess I do because, you know, Thousand Faces could be anything, right? But yeah. Okay, cool. Right, mascot. Mascot. Yeah. My, my, my mascot's mascot slash cheerleader, right? And it's really simple. It should be obvious. It's mum. Because who's your biggest cheerleader? Who's going to support you more than your mum? Who's going to protect you from all the fan abuse from the crowd? Who's going to tap to give you protection from that douche fuck over there in the corner calling you out? You know, mum. Good old mum. She's going to be there with the big signs, with the pom-poms. Of course. It's got to be Mother of Runes. Yeah. Of course. I yeah. can't think of anything I'd want more to represent me than my mum. You know? Okay. Yeah, I'd buy it. Who's yours? That's kind of Who's... sad. But I mean, yeah, sure. That's fine. Wow! <laughs> there, are, there are three cards in Magic which have the word mascot in the title. You've got Jubilant Mascot. Um, there's the mascot one that's seven ex- mana that makes a two, two, three, three, four, four. Oh, one, maybe one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four. Yeah, the one from Strixhaven. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, name, I'm naming them now. This is my point. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, literally sorry, naming sorry. them. Sorry, <laughs> there's Jubilant Mascot. Yeah, what's that one? <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, no, the seven no. mana one. Yeah, mascot <laughs> mascot exhibition. Thank you. Got jubilant mascot, mascot exhibition. Do you know what the last one is? Um, no. Mas- mascot interception. Mascot interception. Okay. Which is also from, from Switch Haven. I was going to four because there's a sticker card familiar. I don't give a mascot. shit about oh, okay, cool. infinity. Good. It's not. No. Jubilant I'm really aggressive there about this. I don't know why. I've had this. I've got. I've had two IPAs. <laughs> Little cans as well. Uh, <laughs> We're not even we're not even stretching to the pint cans. Not even big so boy. So let me guess, it's the it's a little homunculus boy, right? No, no, no. I was going to go for a juvenile mascot, uh, and then I thought I'd go a slightly different way, um, and I picked uh, Marit Lage. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? I mean, I'm I'm down. I'm there for it. But why? <laughs> could you could you even comprehend how fucking hyped? The crowd would be <laughs> every halftime. <laughs> Merit Lay just oh appears. My God. Cthulhu descends from the skies, and everyone's like, "Oh, it, what's that? What's your theme tune, man? You've got to have like some dank ass fucking like theme tune as well coming yeah. in, you know? Yeah. That's amazing. You know, like all those like in American <laughs> sports where like the mascot always kind of slightly teases the other team and sort of like you know does a little dance in front of them and like shakes their ass at them. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Mar- Merit <laughs> just, Lay just kind of. Just twerking on the, the away side. Like. 
Oh, that's phenomenal. Oh, I love it. Yeah, oh, Marilyn. It's also very awoken horror theme as well. I like it. You've got a little like thematity there. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I didn't it. I didn't put that together until like we started recording, like just beforehand. I was like, oh yeah, sure, I've got like this little Eldritch thing going on. Yeah. Oh, You've cool. gone for like that's... quite <laughs> visually speaking, your team is kind of like there's it's sort of like, okay, yeah, it's a bunch of like kind of sort of fantasy characters but it looks like they could all kind of rock out in like the same sort of shirt and everything sure i don't know like... how you put an apocalypse hydra in a shirt i mean i don't well, know how you true. put all the fire in a shirt <laughs> well this is this is my point apocalypse hydra is maybe the odd one out but like i've got a wall of fire an eldritch god and then a big block of ice <laughs> <laughs> next yeah, to a to tiny little gingerbread man <laughs> Oh, fantastic. So, wait, in the transfer market, does the thing in the ice have to go back into the ice at the beginning of each game? Or once it's awoken, is it always awoken? Um, at the end of each game... They, oh, at the end of each game, it goes into one of those little ice bath buckets to heal its wounds. Nice. I like it. Good. Yeah. And it refreezes. Okay, sick, 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 sick. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't ask this question before, um, and I don't know if you've got an answer, but has your team got a name? Um... The Ice Ice Babies. <laughs> Off the top of your head, beautiful. I love it. Yeah. The reason the the thing I was gonna say was I was like, oh, you could just call it Dominary Unite. Oh, they already did that. Oh, they already did that. They stole that. So I'm just gonna go with Multiverse United. I was like kind of thinking like um the, the Harlem Plane Trotters instead of Globe Trotters, but then they're also basketball players, so you know, I'm bad yeah. at sport. Um, okay, cool. Well, let's move on to the two, the two, the, the, the most important person, and that's um, who's your manager. Well, okay, wait. Let's first let's first discuss referee because I did randomly throw referee in there, and I feel like I've got I've got quite 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 a cool one. Um, so, who's your referee? Who would you who would you like to referee the game? Lavinia of the tenth. Oh, because she knows all the fucking rules. She knows all the rules. And she can detain. And she'll she'll she detain you. To. Oh, yeah. you're so clever. Oh, you bastard. She's well, also got put... protection from red, which I don't know. There's something in there about red cards. There is definitely like... something in there. Yeah, you, you can't make kind of referee. Like, yeah. yeah, absolutely can't. Oh, you're so clever. Oh, yeah. funny. Okay, I went. I went with Brina because she's got flying, so she's got a good view of the pitch. She's already in black and white, which referees normally wear, and she can talk down basically any unruly player. You know, she's got she's a wordsmith. There ain't nothing you can say that you, she'll be like, oh, right, fair do. She'll be like, no, 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 no. You know how, like, referee, like, you, this is one of my funniest things in football. It's like, you'll see these big-ass, it's actually more in rugby, where you see these big-ass, like, you know, the, the players, and then there's this tiny little ref in the middle kind of looking both up at them going, you, over there, you, time out. And the, and the player's like, yeah, okay, sir, sorry, sir. Um, who's your manager, sir? Who is managing your team? Of of walls, <laughs> uh, my manager is General Kudrow of Dranith. <laughs> oh, funny! Yeah, I was gonna have. I was. I was thinking of this guy as well. I was thinking that he might have been like the head of my midfield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah now, good. obviously, his card synergizes more with humans directly as a tribe, but his card is also very representative of like what his whole deal is, where he's an incredible statist like a statist statistician, strategist. That's the word I'm trying to come up with. <laughs> he's an incredible strategist. He's uh, a very sort of like capable head of state. He runs a military, which is essentially just a giant team. But he's not he's not afraid of putting his like soldier's body on the line, you know, to get what needs to be done done. You're going to go out there, you're going to play your hardest, you're going to come back with a broken leg, I don't give a shit, you're going to put that ball in the back of the net. Now, I was going to go maybe for someone who was a bit more money-minded, but then I was starting to drift into like club owners. Like if I had a club owner, for example, it'd be like Queen Marchesa, right? But yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. I like that. Yeah, General yeah. Kudrow, I think, would be a great manager. And then, you know, not above the game. It's all about the team. 
Like what, I, we, when we did that little breakdown of the humans of Dranith and when we were doing the Akori episodes all way back when, the one thing you could say about Dranith for, for a fascist state where they forced people they to kill organized. themselves, like no one was above the city of Dranith, not even General Kudro. He didn't consider himself a king. He's there for the team. He's going to get it done, <laughs> even if he is in a pseudo-fascist military state. I could imagine him being an ex-player as well, you know? Yeah, I can imagine him coming from like from from the from from the trenches and then coming like rising up and being like, oh, you know, back in my day, we didn't have any of this VAR shit. You know, we dealt with our own problems. We used to play with a giant rock. Nowadays, you got this floaty <laughs> Ponzi thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I could. Definitely yeah, he's like a, he's like a really grumpy Gareth Southgate. Like he was, he was a he was a star <laughs> player, and now sure. he's like, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, you've got a, a strategician or whatever you, whatever you call them. Um, I've got a, um, I've got a tactician. <laughs> at least, at least the word I said was a real word. Strate- yeah, no, I, I, was, that was deliberate. Strategist. Yeah, strategician. Sure. All right, sure, all, right, right, all right, right, right. <laughs> I've got a tactician, a master tactician. I've got Odric. Ah, he <laughs> was going to be one of my picks too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because originally I was thinking about using the second one, the Lunark Marshal, of where whenever one of your creatures has first strike, all of them get first strike. But I thought that's a bit too cute. That's that's too much him being on the battlefield. I like the idea um, of him being almost like with the baseball cap on, you know, the American uh, American football like coaches where they have all their like, whiteboards and their power plays. Because the idea is that, you know, when I guess when he and three other creatures attack, let's ignore the fact that he has to attack, um, he gets to choose which creatures block and how those creatures block. It's almost like he's making the power plays, you know. And when it comes to like the transfer market, He's got first strikes. So he gets in first with the players that he wants to get into the team. I mean, I feel like, you know, if you're going to have someone at the top of your team, you need to have to be a master tactician, you know? And I feel like that was that was the get-go. I was like, the other thing is I thought the same thing with um, with uh, General Kudrow is he could have been part of the team, like heading the yeah. midfield, being the captain. He was definitely a Cathar, like a, like a young Cathar, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Back in the day. Who is your, who's the captain of your team then? Oh, uh, probably Arcades. Yeah, oh, that makes way. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'd say Baird is mine, just because you want your fullback to be like you want someone who can sit back and see the rest of the game playing, but also be around for the defending kind of thing. Um, I'd say maybe Adeline, but I don't. I think Adeline's getting there. Like she's young, whereas Baird is kind of like in the last couple of years of his uh, his career. You know, so he's going to take the uh, he's going to take the reins before he then moves up into being. You know, I haven't thought about this overly whatsoever. You know, it's like, I'm not really attached to this. I've not put them in a <laughs> lovely little little position team on my football manager um, app. You know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> well, there we go. There we yeah. go. Cool. Well, let us know on Twitter like who you think would win out of those two teams. If you know anything about <laughs> sport or football, I don't really know how you you know get past so, either of our goalkeepers. But you know that's true. You know, by the by, I don't know if you're allowed to have the same goalkeeper either. I feel like we'd have to deal with the transfer market, you know? I feel like someone, someone would have to outbid the other. Uh, <laughs> Alright, I'll have suspicious bookcases, my my substitute goalkeeper. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's worse. Oh, God, that's so scary. I don't like that. It's just, it's just a random bookcasing goal. <laughs> Where yeah. does it go? Nobody knows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Alright, well, yeah, there we go. This was fun. I much more enjoyed this. We'll talk, we will talk about the new sets and everything coming up, Yeah. Um, but I just wanted a little break from it. Let us know what you thought uh, at our Twitter, at mtflavoring. Emails go to mtflavoring at gmail.com. My personal Twitter is at andymanface. Nathan's, yours is... At the Fox in the Moon. Let us know who your picks for your fantasy MTG uh, football team would be. And if you want us to like do any other sports, um, it's probably be exactly the same exercise just with... <laughs> Like basketball, who's really tall? Just like a bunch of tree folk. So, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it'd probably be the same. Oh, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Anything with everything with reach. Yeah, we'll get back to doing more <laughs> of these episodes anyway. Um, all right, cool. 
well. Do you have anything more to say, Nathan? Nah. 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 Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. This has been Magic the Flavoring. We'll see you soon.